Hey there, guys and gals, all you Hepcat and cool kittens, my friends and foes. This is the Diesel Punk Podcast, and I am your host, the comic book loving, time traveling, Diesel Punk prophet of pop culture, the artist sometimes known as Big Daddy Cool, John Pika. You can call me Johnny, and we are coming to you live from Hypericon in Nashville, Tennessee, in front of a live audience. We've got a few people here in the audience watching me record this, and um, so they they may interact. We may have some questions from the, uh, the audience, and if we do, that will be great. I encourage that, because as we're going live right now, I really have no idea what I'm going to talk about, but a um, couple of uh, couple of shout-outs real quick to our sponsor, Magic Subscription Box. They deliver a magic shop full of magic to your doorstep every month, and you can get your own at magicsubscriptionbox.com. Use my promo code BDC Magic and take 50% off your first month. Also want to give a quick shout out to my book, Tales from the Flipside, the diesel punk pulp adventure novel, and uh, it's the adventures of Big Daddy Cool and the Bombshell Kittens. Highly recommend it. It uh, features vampire Nazis, time-traveling gangsters, and super-powered showgirls. Now, I've never read it myself, but people say it's pretty awesome. Well, let's dive into it. The Diesel Punk Podcast. What's going on in the world of Diesel Punk? Well, for the for the first part here, let's talk about what Diesel Punk is because we have new listeners every day. So, what is Diesel Punk? Diesel Punk is the celebration and mashup of the art, culture, style of the 1920s, 30s, 40s, and into the 50s. Mashed up with contemporary culture, sci-fi, fantasy and a healthy dose of punk or counterculturalism or anti-authoritarianism. We reject those in our genre who would call themselves the authorities. And we don't have rules, but we do have tenets. And what makes something diesel punk? Well, in our world, it's got to have the style and aesthetics of the era. 1920s, 30s, 40s, into the 50s, so you can have a range. You can have uh, flappers and gangsters, Great Gatsby style, or Dust Bowl styles, uh, Appalachian moonshiners like in Oh Brother Where Art Thou. You can have World War One, World War Two influenced clothing, technology, weaponry, and uh, so you've got to have the style and the aesthetics. You've got to have an element of science fiction and fantasy, or you know that could be magic or, or alternate tech, future tech. Um, it could be occult tech, like in Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, and it's got to have punk. So I'm not talking about snot-nosed kids that need to be slapped around by their parents. I'm talking about I'm talking about that attitude of counterculturalism, a rejection against the status quo. You know, celebration of the anti-hero, um, a little bit of an anti-authoritarianism. We did an informal poll recently, and it turns out that most people who are into the diesel punkage genre 
tend to lean more libertarian in their political views. And that makes total sense, since we really don't like authority and uh, kind of push against it. Well, since the last time we've been with you guys, um, some cool stuff has happened, and I want to just talk about a few things that have been posted on the uh, Diesel Punks group on Facebook. Uh, if you don't know, we have a, a Facebook group, Diesel Punks, which is part of dieselpunks.org and the Diesel Punk podcast. Uh, first of all, if you haven't seen Bandstand, it was a Fathom Events movie. You really, really, really need to get a copy of that. It's not in the theaters anymore, but you can get it on DVD and Blu-ray. Go to Broadway on DVD and check it out. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal musical. Fathom Events just had it um, set after World War II, and um, it's a it's a musical. And when you have a musical, it kind of encapsulates that fantasy element. You know, there's no spoken dialogue; it's all sung to music. Uh, all the numbers are you know dance numbers, and that's how the story is told. So that borders on the fantasy line, but what really makes this a diesel punk and not a diesel period piece is that um, the characters are very anti-authoritarian and in the storyline they push against the the status quo. They, they push against the culture and they seek to change the culture and uh, if you haven't seen it yet, if you didn't get to go out and see it at Fathom Events in the movie theater, go grab it on Blu-ray DVD. I think you will be very, very glad you did. Alright, so a couple of things. Uh, the Newswire is telling us that Man in the High Castle Season 3 is going to drop in September. And I am super, super excited. I am ready as can be. It's uh, over a year now since season two wrapped up. And when last we saw our intrepid characters, I can't really call Nazis heroes, but uh, doggone it, if Man in the High Castle doesn't make you root for the Nazis, I hate that. But, you know, it's, you know, they, they, they did that intentionally. The, the characters are relatable. They're just like us. And at the end of the day, you can't help but feel proud of John Smith's accomplishments. But then you step back and you go, wait a minute. He's the bad guy. I suck as a person. But uh, Man in the High Castle ended season two with uh, uh, Open Gruber Fuhrer. Oprah, 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 I can't say it. They're going to correct me later. Opa Gruber Fuhrer, John Smith, being elevated to, um, to a higher position by Berlin, and um, we'll have to wait to see what happens in season three. I think I'm going to go back and rewatch seasons one and two and do a recap here on the show for you guys, but when season three drops, we're going to do a weekly roundtable. All of the episodes will drop at one time on Amazon Prime. So if you don't have Amazon Prime, it's worth it just to see Man in the High Tower. But, or Man in the High Castle, rather. But there are some other great shows on Amazon Prime for diesel punks. In particular, the beginning of everything, which is the um, Zoe Fitzgerald story. The original Flapper Girl. And uh, that's a lot of fun. So uh, anyway, September, 
Man in the High Castle drops. We'll be doing a weekly roundtable. Even though they drop all of the episodes at once, we'll be covering them once a week. It, it'll be me and Eric and maybe Larry and, and Diana, uh, Daisy O'Dare. We'll, we'll see who is available uh, each week, but we'll uh, talk about those episodes on a weekly basis. Also this week, just announced, is my buddy, Dan Cooney, who published the Tommy Gun Dolls graphic novel, has volume two on the way. And the Kickstarter for volume two just hit this week. So if you got the Tommy Gun Dolls graphic novel, and if you didn't, shame on you, because what's more diesel punk than burlesque dancers in the 1930s who double as bank robbers and vigilantes. Tommy Gun Toten burlesque dancers. How can you go wrong with that? You really can't. And uh, Volume 2 is on the way in September. Uh, or, I'm sorry, Volume 2 is on the way right now, just launched with a Kickstarter campaign. So, uh, Go check that out. Go to TommyGunDolls.com. You can link to the Kickstarter. Go ahead and contribute. I did to Volume 1, and when you, when you become a backer, you're going to get all kinds of cool, cool swag. Big shout out to our buddy, Tony Snipes. Tony Snipes, Portship, or Portsmouth Aeroship Building Company. The uh, Facebook page just hit a thousand followers, and uh, Tony's got something very special for you guys. That's uh, Portsmouth Aeroship Building Company. So go check that out. Congratulate Tony and Tony. I hope I'm not lifting the lid off this too soon, but it was really funny because I, I was looking at some of his posts and. You know, Tony has been putting out the art now of some of the aircraft carriers that the uh, Portsmouth Aeroship Building Company built. And you know, I thought to myself, wow, that really looks like the uh, battleship Chimera in my book, Tales from the Flipside. And at the same time that I was thinking this, Tony texts me and says, hey, I think we ought to do some kind of crossover. So... That's going to happen. We don't know what that's going to look like yet, but um, we're going to do a crossover with uh, Tony's Portsmouth Aeroship Building Company and my Tales from the Flipside universe and um, see if we can't create even more great diesel punk content for you guys. So uh, that's kind of what's new this week or in the news this week. Uh, not a whole lot happening on the movie or TV front, except Timeless was canceled. Any of our audience here a fan of Timeless, the TV show? You know, season one uh, ended with the show getting canceled, and then fans wrote in and saved it. They did a season two, but unfortunately... Uh, the studio has canceled it again. The network has canceled it again. And if you saw season two, you know it ended on a huge cliffhanger and doesn't look like we're going to get that resolved on TV at all. Now, was Timeless exclusively a diesel punk television show? No. However, 
When you're talking about time travel, time travel is certainly sci-fi, fantasy, and the majority of the episodes of Timeless, especially in season two, revolved around trips to the diesel era, the 20s, the 30s, and the 40s. And so it's been a real treat to see that. Um, so other than Timeless, though, we really haven't had anything on TV that, that really fits the diesel punk aesthetic. Of course, we got Man in the High Castle coming in September, so that's something. Um, Movie-wise, nothing hit until later this year with the uh, part two of uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. So uh, we'll get uh, we'll get part two of Fantastic Beasts, but that's not until December, and until then, it's uh, looking a little bit dry in the movie theater, unless you guys have something that I'm not aware of. Um, but uh, you know I'll be in line opening night for uh, Fantastic Beasts, and uh, that should be a lot, a lot of fun. Um, let's see, just looking through the news here, what else is there? Anything else? I can't think of anything. I feel like I'm missing something, and I'm sure it will come to me as soon as we go off the air. I'll tell you, we're here at Hypericon. Hypericon is one of the premier events in Nashville, geek culture event. You guys had fun here at Hypericon this weekend? Yeah, yeah. Have you guys seen anything cool? Always. Oh, the Blastasters, yeah. Oh, my show. Yeah. yeah. So I produced the uh, Hypericon uh, Cabaret Review. Um, it's a repackaging of our Magic Cabaret uh, Review. And... Um, Big Daddy Cool and the Bombshell Kittens, Voodoo Vixens, and um, we had some great special guests this show. Uh, Abby Costello was just a real highlight, and uh, we worked so well together, we're going to be working together more often. I'm going to be emceeing her next show at uh, the Bordello Underground uh, here in Nashville, so uh, that was awesome. Um, now, we get to branch out in our style when we do Comic-Cons a little bit. Normally... Our shows are strictly era-specific and, uh, you know, diesel-punk-specific. But here at the Comic-Con, we have a little bit more leeway where we can uh, let our geek flags fly a little bit. So we had, we had uh, Ginger O'Snap do a mystique burlesque piece. Lucy P. Lovesgood did the crab from Moana and sang Shiny. And she did... Harley Quinn um, singing uh, Screw Loose uh, and then um, let's see Abby Costello did a custom piece uh, a war of war a world of Warcraft piece just for the con and uh, Marie Merlot did a mask bandit uh, villainous I don't you know what Marie Merlot could just sit on the stage and I would idolize her. She doesn't have to do anything special. She is special. And uh, had a great time. The audience seemed to love it. Um, huge pops from the audience. You guys made a lot of noise, hoot and hollered. And uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun and, and we really uh, enjoy that. Our next uh, show is going to be at um, HalloCon. So uh, that's in uh, Dalton, Georgia in October. So if you're in the uh, Atlanta area, uh, Chattanooga area come up, come down to HalloCon and you can see our uh, cabaret review there and then following that the same month we'll be back at Imaginarium uh, 
Or actually, it's the other way around, isn't it? Imaginarium is first in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, the uh, October 6th, 7th, and 8th. And then Holocon in Dalton, Georgia is the uh, 26th and 27th of October. So the weekend of uh, October. So come out and see that and see some live diesel punk programming and let your geek flag fly. And um, we'll have a lot of fun doing that. So we've got a live audience here. I want to open it up. You guys have any questions about diesel punk, the genre, anything uh, that I've been talking about? I know a lot more than what I've said on the podcast. So I'm just, uh, you know, going through some of the news of the day. But uh, anything from you guys? I'm just getting blank looks here, folks. That's all right. That's all right. Let me encourage you guys. If you are somewhere where there is a, a con going on, a convention, Comic-Con, or a geek pop culture con, um, go. Go. If you've never been, you're really missing out on something special in the community. Uh, It's a chance for all of us people who are a little bit left of center to, uh, you know, congregate, to meet other people, to, uh, you know, make new friends and uh, reunite with uh, long-lost friends and uh, you're not you're not a weirdo here right you're with you're with your tribe and um, whether you're steampunk diesel punk cyberpunk comic geek um, cosplayer you know whatever it is uh, go to go to a con if there's one near you and here in the United States there's a major con within a couple of hours driving distance to every major city in the United States just about every month. So there's really no excuse for you not to be attending something somewhere. So um, do that. And if you are attending, we love to have correspondence on the floor reporting back for the Diesel Punk podcast. So get in touch with us, let us know, and we'll set you up with how to do it. Um, I think that's it, guys. I think that's it for this week. Uh, Had a great time at the con, and uh, that covers the Diesel Punk News of the Week. And uh, next week, we should have a new episode dropping with me and Eric Fisk. And um, make sure you check out our sponsor, magicsubscriptionbox.com at magicsubscriptionbox.com. Use my promo code BDCMAGIC. Take 50% off your first month. And check out my book, Tales from the Flipside, The Adventures of Big Daddy Cool and the Bombshell Kittens. You can get that at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. If you like the show, tell two, three hundred of your closest friends and family. Go online on iTunes or Stitcher. Post a review. Make it good. And... um, Share this episode with your uh, friends on social media. You can always contact us. Drop us a line at feedback at dieselpunkpodcast.com. Find other episodes and more great content at dieselpunkpodcast.com. That is it for this week, guys. This is John Pica saying swing hard, swing often. We'll catch you on the flip side.